This is Purple Elephant, where I bring the proverbial elephant to the table in order to deconstruct ableism, prejudice and misconceptions. On today's episode, we have Nadia Gua. She is a black plus size model. We talked all about the industry standards, if she feels represented, and most importantly, what we think needs to change within the industry. I really enjoyed this interview and I hope you enjoy this episode. There should be more representation for the consumers as well, because if they don't have someone representing them, then what's the chances of them feeling good about themselves when they put on their clothes? Welcome to Purple Elephant, Nadia. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you on today. Do you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Yes, that would be great. My name is Nadia Gilwa. I'm one of the ambassadors for Models of Diversity's charity, which is all about inclusion and making sure that we represent everyone in the fashion, modeling and beauty media industry. So it's all about equality and making sure that any underrepresentation is represented from disability to plus size models to all different models of different religions and cultural backgrounds. And I'm also an aspiring plus size model. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so just to give everyone a bit of background. So we met on the set of Diversity in Fashion, Time for Change. And I found yeah. you and the other girls and obviously Angel very inspiring. And I, I learned lots that day because I, yeah. until I'd met you all, I didn't actually know there was true like diversity and people were striving for that change. So yes. um, yeah, it was really, really good to see the work in progress. Yeah. Do you believe that the modeling industry has true representation? I think that there are minimal um, improvements being made. However, I feel like there needs to be more of a selection because sometimes to those who are part of the disability community, there is a sense of tokenism. Yeah. Um, there needs to be more representation and more versatility on the runways as well with different um, body shapes and sizes. Um, it shouldn't just be one sample size and one type of size of woman representing for the industry as well as men. And culturally, I think that there is a bit of an underrepresentation when it comes to the Asian community as well. Mm-hmm. So in many aspects, I think there are quite a few models who are Muslims that are stepping forward. So certain, certainly there is like minor improvements, but I think just runway there yeah. needs to be more versatility, I believe. Advertisations and billboards and things of that nature, there needs to be way more representation for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I really yes. like that you've touched on the fact that, that there isn't much representation from culture perspectives as well as like say the Asian background. And yeah. I, I guess through doing the film with Abby, I've noticed that myself just through doing my research. So yeah, that is really interesting. So what got you into modeling in the first place? Well, the first model I'd ever seen was Naomi Campbell and she was in Michael Jackson's um, video, which was amazing. So I saw that video and I was so excited. I was so happy to see someone that kind of looked similar to myself that was, you know, so confident and beautiful just representing for the fashion industry. And then my mother wanted me to become a model maybe when I was young, but she passed away unfortunately before she was able to make it happen. Um, She'd got my pictures taken, but she wasn't able to get me to the agencies of course. And then at the age of 19, which was approximately I'd say 11 years ago, I did approach um, two 
separate labels and I was told that I was perfect but at the time I was a size 12 uh-huh. and this is when size zero was at its peak right this is when there was some serious issues with um models who were putting their lives at risk in order to be a size zero yeah. and um they said to me that unfortunately I couldn't be a model unless I was willing to get down to a specific size so I was then approached by um Angel I just bumped into her randomly we were listening to a really amazing um, musician by the name of Kira Vera she was just showcasing her talent playing some music and as I was there walking past I was just recording her songs because I thought her voice was beautiful and that's when I first met Angel and Angel said that I should be a model her name is Angel Sinclair she's the CEO of the Models of Diversity which has been around for approximately I'd say 10 to 12 years and um she's always fought for inclusion because she was a model herself and she realized that there was a severe underrepresentation within the industry and from herself to Marie to Rachel to Angelica another model um, called Ava Anderson who's amazing um, it's a whole team of people who are very passionate about what we do and we always want to represent it we have an amazing photographer by the name of James Alexandra Lyon that I've worked with um, he's amazing as well. So we're always pushing forward to make sure that everybody's story is told and everyone is represented and everybody has the chance to highlight the best attributes of themselves. So if you are an empty or if you are blind or deaf or if you are Muslim, if you're Asian, if you're plus size, if you're really slim, if you have piercings, there's no limitation. It's for you to represent yourself in the modern industry and to feel beautiful about yourself because of it. That's amazing. I, I love what you've touched on there because every body has a body. So exactly like and come in all different shapes and sizes and colors. And so why isn't that represented? I think I don't follow fashion or things like that, but seeing yeah. I'm not represented as a petite person, as a disabled person. Yeah. And as you said, like, you know, Naomi Campbell to me sticks out as one of the like black models, but still there isn't enough representation there do you feel you still have to conform like wear a weave or just not be your full true self yes at times um it can be quite challenging because as a plus size model for instance i actually did a fashion show and i was the only plus size model that was there to represent for two separate brands and we also have a beautiful model by the name of Minnie who's also another ambassador of ours Um, she's amazing she represents the Asian community as well Um, they only place her in one brand and she's also a plus size model as well so I think just being placed in a position where you're given an opportunity and you're not able to share it with someone else because they may be a little bit bigger or whatever the case may be, or because there is no consideration to make sure that everyone is included, isn't really fair. Um, So in a sense, I did have to um, definitely conform. I had to make sure that I was wearing the clothes and we were having trouble with the dress as well because they made it a bit tighter than my actual size. Oh God. Um, So they're still almost trying to tell you to be slimmer. By making the yeah, color exactly so there was a lot of uh a lot of chaos but in the end it, it it definitely we were able to make a huge difference we were able to 
guarantee that I'd walk in the dress and everything like that. But I just had to be really careful and extremely still because I had like pins stuck to me. And luckily, you know, the stylist, she's amazing. She's phenomenal. She was able to, you know, do last minute stitching. It, so it was great. But it, it just kind of put into perspective that, you know, there isn't enough plus size models on the runway. And especially because I am Ghanaian, I'm Nigerian. I have a particular type of physique, which is, can be quite curvaceous with a big bottom, a big bust. So it can be a little bit tricky for most of the um, fashion designers to do because they only have one sample size between maybe a six and an eight. Wow. Usually. So uh, for me, who's like a between a 14 and 16 at times, depending on the material, it can be quite challenging. Yeah. It must make you feel uncomfortable. The fact that even the designers themselves having only one sample, <coughs> it, it's almost still saying to you, well, you either conform or you're not part of the runway. You're not part of the modeling agency or, or, or the brand. And I, I yeah. find that really, really disgraceful because yeah. I'm four foot nine and I'm a size eight. So if you yeah. think of how tiny I am, curvaceous, I've got, I've got a bigger bust and I've got wider hips and a bigger bum. And it's just like, well, just because you're a size eight doesn't mean that you're tall and skinny. I just exactly. don't understand that. Like so many women, I think the average UK size is a 14 now. So exactly. the, the runway, the, the media advertising needs to represent that, needs to filter that and show the true diversity of bodies. Absolutely, especially because in many instances, you know, our bodies change. Our bodies change after a duration of time as well. Yeah. And to be placed in a position where you might be under pressure to keep up with a particular type of size, um, we've got to remember with some of the celebrities, they have specific types of chefs and certain type of trainers and certain types of ways to sustain a certain look but that's not for everyone there should be more representation for the consumers as well because if they don't have someone representing them then what's the chances of them feeling good about themselves when they put on their clothes but it's about making sure that we break the barricade because if you look at the entertainment industry as a whole and you look at musicians you look at actresses they definitely represent them amazingly they there is more of a variation of size and yeah. you allow them to represent the brands and the clothes and the fashion on the red carpet. So why not do it in the fashion industry? And this could help and I think deter people from facing so many problems when it comes to eating and health conditions, mental disorders and things of that nature, because there's many models who have actually been a subject to that as well. Mm. Yeah, I've I've watched tons and tons of documentaries about like the modeling agency and that sadly is the underlying message that I get that you essentially either become stick thin and make yourself very, very ill. And if you don't make yourself physically ill, then mentally you become ill because you feel like you're not going to get the job because exactly. you, know, you might have gained an inch. And yeah, oh, I find it really disgusting. In, in my eyes, it's just white, able-bodied, middle-aged men with lots of money that are also choosing these models. It's not even women yeah. who represent the catwalk that are choosing the, the models. Yes. So that is definitely correct. Um, in terms of those who choose the models and the executives, even, for example, Naomi Campbell has started to make it very clear that there needs to be more of a variation of people who are in 
the upper echelon positions to choose the models, especially for the runways, because they have um, the same selection of women representing the, the fashion brands every single day. And it's, it isn't fair because it limits your jobs. It puts you in a position where either you're going to most likely be in the magazines or you might, you know, be able to do advertisations for more high street brands. But for the big and major brands, it almost puts you in a position where there's no opportunity for you to pursue your career and possibly do um, a collaboration because... They make it very clear that they're very selective and there's a specific look, a specific body type, a specific shape and one size and the sample sizes. They don't want to use as much material for some of these runway shows. So it's it's very tricky, very tricky. And it just, it places people in compromising positions when it comes to their careers. So they have to maintain their position on social media more so than to have more practicality in their own career as an aspiring model or as a model. So there's certain auditions, certain runway shows that they can't go for. Even down to certain brands have started to change. For the likes of Rihanna, who's got Fenty Beauty, I think that is a huge breakthrough because she's representing as many people as possible when it comes to body shapes and sizes. I think all the brands need to follow along as well. Absolutely. I'm in that category of I am white. I'm in the kind of beauty industry standard, but having yeah. a colour of skin that is not white, just yeah. there isn't enough even in the makeup industry I've seen. And exactly. again, that's why Fenty Beauty is doing so well. And Rihanna's really pushing that narrative that there are different people of skin colours. And Have you growing up ever found that you couldn't find makeup to match your skin tone? definitely and it's really frustrating at times because you always have to make sure you bring your foundation shit in case because you don't want the skin to be too toned where your neck is a different shade from yeah. your face of course although she has Fenty Beauty she's also got Savage Fenty which is also like a lingerie line as well which she's representing more um, curvaceous women and women of different sizes and shapes as well Amazing. so it's it's definitely a breakthrough but the frustration of underrepresentation of black plus size models is extremely severe and in some instances some people are underpaid as a result of it as well so i feel like just differentiating the difference between a woman who wants to be an Instagram model and a woman who wants to be a video model and a, a woman who wants to be an entrepreneur and a woman who wants to be a runway model. I think there needs to be more representation for black plus size models. And as an African woman, especially in light of the Black Lives Movement, I want to make sure I represent for that and represent for the whole demographic of women that want to aspire towards being fashion models. Um, because there's a difference between all those categories and at times sometimes you're subjected to be more so of an Instagram model than you are to be a fashion model which isn't fair you're placed in a position where you have to subject yourself to do boudoir and certain shoots that are discomforting at times where they want you to be you know almost naked if you're not comfortable with that mm. so in many instances it's it's a bit of a fight yeah. but it's one that I'm willing to do oh, <laughs> um, just to make sure I break boundaries <laughs> That's amazing to hear. And do you yeah. feel like there's 
see from what you've just said there it sounds to me like you don't even have autonomy over what you want to be as a model because they're trying to shove you in a box and say yeah you're not this size or you're not this skin color well you can do either a b or c and it doesn't matter whether you want to work on the runway or you want to work as a videographer model or something like that exactly so yeah there's always opportunities where you know they want to possibly have you more so as an influencer which is also amazing as well or spokes representative of some kind but fashion modeling is extremely important and I think the way in which we impact it especially as a culture and as young women as young men no matter where it is you come from your fashion and your sense of style is your statement Mm. and I think you know, it's one thing to look at Beyonce and so many different amazing musicians to be inspired by them, but there needs to be more of a replica in the fashion industry as well. I feel like that's the pinnacle of what's missing is that there's so much transition with the rest of the entertainment industry, but when it comes to the modeling industry, it's a bit of a standstill Mm. and there needs to be more boundaries broken with, I think the biggest fashion designers in the world where they actually represent more diversity on their catwalks as well as the billboards and commercials and things of that nature yeah absolutely and back on what you said earlier that you know when you applied for jobs and they said you'd be perfect as a model except you were a size 12 have you ever personally felt that you've received negative um, attention or criticism just because you quote-unquote don't fit the norm I think whereas I've literally been modeling since last year I'm definitely starting to build more and more experience and I'm I'm open to any level of criticism because I need to definitely devote myself to my passion and I need to make sure that I improve the negative criticism that I've possibly received has been more so about uh, making sure that my I tone up as much as possible to have my body be a specific type of way, but then that would subject me to a certain level of attention that I wouldn't want. So sometimes the focus at times could be about me having like a body that's compared or similar in some way to some of the biggest names you could mention, like the Kardashians or something. Mm. And it's not really how my body's structured. Uh, my body's a lot different from that so at times they want you to be to have a certain type of body but then it's not going to engage with the fashion industry enough because you look the same as everybody else I feel like exactly what makes you and what makes you an individual should be represented in the fashion industry that's the whole point of pursuing a career and I think if you strip yourself of the opportunity to represent your truths then you're not going to be any different from anybody else. And just making sure you have a voice, making sure you have some level of intellect behind um, taking pictures as well um, and representing and speaking about things that are extremely important right now in terms of inequality in general. Um, When it comes to any level of discrimination, sexism or racism, it should definitely be called out. But yeah, I I do really feel that um, in terms of negative criticism i haven't received much but i've definitely received criticism constructive criticism to improve on Mm. um in terms of my poses maybe the way i move my my body in certain pictures so i would say that that, that's definitely helped me more so 
that's positive though that it is constructive criticism because yes. then you're improving and they want you to improve but yeah exactly. going, going back to what you've just said there yeah still wanting you to change yeah the whole point is is diversity is diverse whether mm -hmm. it's your height your skin color your shape your culture your whether you're male or female even trans like the whole point is that we're all different and so yeah. we should be striving to be different not trying to be fitting into the same mold exactly and just as you've made the point about the transgender community i feel that that is highly underrepresented in the fashion industry for sure i think that they have impeccable sense of style so much confidence and their story should be told as well and it's about pushing everything that's considered to be a huge influence and impact over so many different various parts of the entertainment industry, such as, you know, actresses, actors, musicians, and dancers. But there needs to be more representation in the modern industry as well. Um, but in terms of conforming, I think that there's so many different ways in which we're making a huge difference. I make an individual difference as a model to continue striving towards my goals and aspirations, of course, under um, careful monitoring and guidance. Mm -hmm. But also Models of Diversity has been doing this for over 12 years and they've been pushing forward for diversity more and more. And I guess we're seeing it in minor adverts and minor billboards like, you know, Adidas. The other day I saw that there was an anti there, um, but it was just one yeah one so yeah. that's, the, that's the difference yeah mm. you know so it's, it's a matter of making sure that you don't subject yourself to either force yourself to get surgery or force yourself to stop eating or force yourself to uh, do any shoots that don't feel comforting to you in order to establish yourself you know, this is the whole purpose of what MOD, Models of Diversity, is fighting for. It's about making sure that you stay true to yourself and people see the beauty in you because they feel that they're represented and their stories told in some type of way when they look at you because they can identify with the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you feel about the competition in the industry and the relationship between the models that they have with each other? Okay, so I've been in, you know, each environment and I feel like all, all the environments that I've been in has been very, very nice, in my personal opinion. I think that um, people can be very focused at times. I think that people can be quite quiet. Some people can be really interactive. But um, all my experiences, to be honest with you, has been quite positive. Um, but it's because I've got a minimal level of experience. I haven't come across anybody that's had like a really horrible, harsh attitude and mannerism towards me. I think that, you know, people are devoted to what they do. So at times, you know, can, it can lead to a lot of pressure. In some instances, some people might encounter something that may be negative or bad. But for me, I've always encountered people being quite professional and really kind. Um, but the competition, I think, can impact people socially and mentally when it comes to them individually making decisions about their body and how they want to represent it and how they want it to look. Um, the pressure of being in a sample size and going to certain auditions and being looked at is very intense because I actually try to audition myself mm -hmm. and 
you can feel the intense feeling in the air. And sometimes, you know, seeing the designers, it's hard to tell exactly what it is they're looking for. But I just feel like there needs to be more transparency mm-hmm. and there needs to be more consideration for people who have just, I guess, not, I wouldn't say a normal body, but just bodies of all, all sizes, you know, because the, the immense amount of pressure that some most models have put themselves through, they've lost their hair as a result of eating disorders and things of that nature, which I've heard about people have lost um, a sense of themselves and their identity because of it. And I don't think that anyone should have to punish themselves in order to fit into specific sizes yeah. or to accomplish a goal to receive a job. Yeah. So echoing what you've just said there, I'm guessing, even though you probably haven't dealt with it yourself, would you say that that's like the toughest part of being within the industry? Yes, absolutely. I think that the toughest part is getting someone to see beyond a moment and allowing them to understand the preparation that the models go through to wear the clothes and walk in them. Um, it's one thing for you to represent what you've designed what you've worked very hard on but it's another when you think about the painful distress that these models go through in order to receive the opportunity to walk the runway especially if they are between the sizes of six between the sizes of two four six and eight Um, I think that there's an immense amount of pressure upon them that still to this day hasn't really changed and it needs to stop. There needs to be more consideration for their health and more consideration for how they treat their bodies. I think that there needs to be way more representation of just diversity and not making the show about diversity, but having a variation of different sizes from two to 16, 18, 20 on the runway. I don't see why everything should be separate. You know, everything's quite separate. And I think that in itself is a problem. I couldn't agree more. I I see that they're just... Diversity is used as a buzzword and tokenism when it works for them. But as an overall thing, it's not represented. It doesn't matter where how hard you've worked. If they don't think you fit essentially the white, able-bodied, skinny version of what they're looking for then they just don't care and Abby said in her piece there that when she went to London Fashion Week there was um, an area for like diversity but that was the point again it was just a slight area that people could go look at but it wasn't part of the main catwalk or the main runway so again it was it was seen as as a buzzword and tokenism to say look what we've achieved but really if you wanted to achieve it you should have put all those models on the runway exactly and this is the problem because even when i did the fashion show as i said there's so many models that i was i was walking with and we had an albino model we had one with a cleft lip we had another plus size model and we had an anti model as well um she's she's got a disability and each of them weren't represented more than once on the catwalk and that for me was a problem because I was represented twice but then they love my walk and everything but I just found it to be quite heartbreaking because I wasn't able to share the experience of seeing them 
walk twice, you know, and wear more than one brand yeah. um, on the runway, which I, I just felt like, okay, we were the opening of the show, but we should have individually or collectively had the chance to represent for a different brand as well. But there was no consideration to do that because I think at times fashion designers don't want to use more than a little bit of material for each design that they make for the runway. And that's why the sizes tend to be as small as they are. But yeah, I just, that exactly what you said is exactly what I'm fighting for in terms of size and more representation of people of my, my skin tone, because there are many beautiful black models, but I think in terms of plus size black models, there are none from London. And this is what I'm striving towards. Um, there are a couple who have made huge differences um, and amazing differences like Tina um, and there are so many different black plus size models who have definitely paved the way and opened the doors. What would you say that your own like personal slash professional highlights have been since you started your modeling career? I think the highlights have been working with James Alexander Lyon who's one of the best photographers that I've ever worked with um, he actually placed me in one of his editions in Italian Vogue twice. Um, the second edition I just found out about most recently. Congratulations. And it was one of the best experiences ever. And I was able to accomplish that like last year. So that's a huge, huge thing. Um, I'm so eternally grateful to have been a part of such a great project. And then I also had the chance to work with Patrick Falanico. Um, my my name on Instagram is Goddess Diamonds, which is like like an alter ego that I try to step into every time I, I do a photo shoot. I love your name. <laughs> Thank you. It's like an alter ego, basically, but he has this studio called Goddess Studios. So that was an amazing shoot that I got the chance to do. And I was a part of Models of Diversities. It was really cool, like a calendar. Uh -huh. um, it was their 10 year anniversary calendar last year as well. So I've partaken in so many amazing um, things. I also was scheduled for a really cool show for Fashion Week as well. And I got to walk the runway twice, which was very nerve wracking, but exciting at the same time. I had to close the show. <laughs> amazing. Um, kind of opened the show as well. So yeah. I was used quite a few times because people really like my walk or so. I've, I've had the opportunity to do some amazing things in under a year. And that's been with the help, of course, of Models of Diversity because without them, I wouldn't have been able to do any of these things. And they've opened so many opportunities and doors and opened my eyes to the underrepresentation and how we should be represented as a community, as a society, and especially as a black woman to push mm -hmm. forward, especially in light of everything that's happening. Any level of inequality is unacceptable and it needs to be called out. So I'm striving towards it for sure. Mm -hmm. So being a, a black plus size model, I'm guessing as you grew up, yeah. you didn't see yourself represented in any media or fashion. and yeah that's a big part of why you're doing what you do yeah exactly I I didn't I saw Tyra Banks Naomi Campbell which was she's beautiful I grew up on Cindy Crawford um so many beautiful models absolutely and 
you know, as I've continued to educate myself when it comes to plus size models and things of that nature, I've realized that there's certain models who can receive the same job as other plus size models of different countries, different backgrounds and ethnicities, but there aren't as many models who are represented to go and audition. And in some instances, they're underpaid as well. It's quite discomforting to me, you know, um, especially because when you look at the statistics as well, it just, it just makes me feel very uncomfortable. You know, we have such a cultural impact as people over music and life. And, you know, it's a mixed cultural society, so everybody should have the chance to be represented. And I just don't think that is fair mm. um, that this is happening. It must feel like um, a double whammy for you in some respects because you're a woman and then you're yes. black and then you, you see that people who look like you are being underpaid and underrepresented. And yeah, that, yeah that must be really, really shocking. Like I know even just from statistics in, in the workplace and in life, black women are underrepresented and underpaid. So to be in like an industry like modeling and fashion that that must be a right like stinker really to know that they literally people talk about money and yet they yeah. they're so naive to the fact that people talk about money and they think it's okay to underpay people even though yeah. they're exactly the same exactly and that for me it really bugs me because at the end of the day you should be represented, you should be appreciated, you should be celebrated. There should be no reason why you should turn around and see that you are paid 2,000 or 3,000 or 100 pounds less than anybody else, especially if you are like one of the main people in the adverts. So that for me is, is a problem. Um, also being approached by various different up and coming brands. I think it's amazing when people want to collaborate with you, but influencers, many influencers that I've come across obviously receive the clothes, they represent it and they receive it for free. Um, there are many fashion brands that are now trying to get the influencers or certain people that they may want to represent their brand to buy the clothes. Wow. And they tend to do this with individuals who they feel have a strong presence, but not as much as a strong following or the biggest following ever on yeah. social media to, to represent their clothing brand. But then they want you to buy the clothes. Like there's, there's so many injustices when it comes down to these situations. And I feel like it's unacceptable. I've definitely realized that I have a huge passion for modeling, but it's a calling beyond myself. And I think it's beyond uh, my own expectations, goals. And it's about making sure that my story is appreciated, told, and I'm able to impact the fashion industry in a big way. And I'm going to continue to do so individually and collectively with models of diversity because we are fighting for purposes beyond ourselves and we're fighting for demographic of everyone. Um, so I will continue to involve myself in various different projects to show that there should be no limitations no boundaries when it comes to celebrating ourselves celebrating our curves celebrating our differences as well mm -hmm. 
yeah that's i honestly after meeting you girls and angel i can see it's like the blood that runs through your veins the passion yeah, is truly absolutely. there and you do you all believe that it's much bigger than just yourself you want to be a collective a collective voice that echoes throughout the world and i think that's super powerful that you've all got the same outlook but that you are championing one another as well and touching touching back on what you said about the influences and the pay gaps and stuff I work in the social media industry I'm a disability blogger and traveler and yeah I don't agree with if you want someone to advertise for you you pay them you give them exactly the the piece and then you pay them for it because it doesn't matter whether you're a micro influencer with you know 5,000 followers or someone with 5 million your, your time and your worth is exactly equal because exactly. you're both doing the same work. Yeah, you highlighted that point really well. And I just thought I'd mention that I agree with you completely. So if any yeah. uh, brands are listening to this, you better get paying everyone. <laughs> exactly. If you want them to, because even down to like a couple hundred followers, you know, it's, it's a built it's a foundation and it's a platform and it's a business and I think people should not be um disregarded as well just because of their social media as long as if it's a professional page and it's to represent their brand then it should be respected regardless of like the following because the following could change within a matter of years within a matter of months Mm. um but yeah it's it's all about recognizing that as well and also as an aspiring model, I've never really had like a specific type of standard when it comes to fashion of what I'd represent either. I do love high fashion brands, high street brands, and those who are aspiring designers as well. So mm. it's a matter of making sure you're open-minded yeah. to work with people. Yeah. That's beautiful. So aside from kicking ass and being beautifully you, <laughs> have you got any words of wisdom you'd like to share with the industry, but almost to your younger self as well? I would say don't allow your pain to define or dictate your decisions in terms of your pursuit and make sure that you consider each moment of adversity as a moment to see that as temporary. Don't don't allow it to stop you. Because when I was told by the agent that I'd have to lose as much weight as possible, I went straight into doing a bit of beauty um, and doing makeup and doing facials and things. But it wasn't necessarily my passion, but it was something that I didn't mind doing. So definitely still, be consistent in anything you have passion for. And just because you're told no, don't allow that to deter you from your goals and aspirations. I love that. That's so powerful. It's it's so true. And I think we get so caught up in life and especially because everything's online these days and it's the highlight reel of how how amazing our life is. Yeah. That we do, we truly get sucked into someone says no, and then we almost feel like straight away we then have to change who we are and conform just to please yeah. that one person or please that one industry. And I'm very exactly. much like you. I, I say screw you to the world because I'm never going to grow any yeah. taller. You know, I'm never going to see again. So why should I change 
and try and be what they might want me to be or because I don't see myself represented in the beauty or the fashion industry or anything yeah. like that. Why should I change? Because if they can't accept me, it's their problem. Exactly. And beauty shouldn't be defined on the surface of what it is you have, what it is you do, what it is you don't do. And also based on the way you look, beauty is way beyond that. Because when you think about relationships and you think about the fundamental of friendships, it's all about the person. It's all about their personality. It's all about how you engage. And you are a beautiful person. You're representing for a whole community of women. And as far as I'm concerned, regardless of your height or anything it is you do, you're an amazing person that deserves to be represented in the industry. You deserve like, to be represented and you deserve to embrace exactly who it is you are. We don't care about height with models of diversity either. We think that height, anything that has a boundary or a limit, we say no to. We engage and involve everyone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah, yeah, we're totally with you, 100%. Yeah, I've just got the biggest smile on my face. And I remember meeting you guys back at the beginning of the year. And I left like so happy because yeah. it was, I, I guess for me, for the first time in, in years, I walked into a room full of people who not only shared a common goal, but in some regard were different to one another. But our, yeah. our difference is what made us beautiful. And exactly. that was really, really powerful for me. I really exactly. enjoyed that. And I think we should all be aspiring to push each other up a lot more, especially of women. Course. I think the blimmin' industries, especially because it's run by men, that they've got this big issue with women empowering other women and they try and bring us all down so that we can all stay low and yeah. them and fight. But yeah, all I saw there was true love and acceptance of each other there. And that was that Absolutely. Was- That's what I love so much about models of diversity. As well as us being a professional family, we are a family and we genuinely care about each other and care about anyone we meet as well. Regardless of your struggles, even if you are an addict at some point, we still support and we love you and we embrace you and we celebrate your survival to make it through. Even down to working with Abby, I think that she was phenomenal in terms of giving us the chance to all meet up and cross paths and speak about our experiences and stories and our our situations individually and collectively. I think it it was amazing. It was a great opportunity. And I'm so glad and grateful that I had the chance to meet you as well. Mm. I I completely echo that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's amazing. I don't know if people believe in fate or what religion you believe in, but I felt yes. like we're all meant to come together. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a true journey and I'm, I'm so excited to see you shoot for the stars and get even further than you have already. Thank you so much. And you know what, as far as I'm concerned, the beginning is always very sentimental for me. So anywhere I do lead up, I'll definitely keep in contact with you because I always hold people from the beginning very close to me. So for sure, um, I'm going to continue to strive because as I said before, the calling is beyond us all. So it's for us all to be represented for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. Are there any last words that you have and would you like to share your social media and your platform so the world can find you? It's going to be about transgender speaking about her experience in the industry, um, in the fashion industry. You can actually watch it on Models of Diversity's page at 8 o'clock on the 13th 
of July. Her name is called Maxine Heron. So I definitely recommend you watch that and also follow Models and Diversity on Instagram. I have Goddess Diamonds. That's my Instagram name. I'm also Goddess Diamond on Twitter as well with an S at the end. With my Facebook, it's it's also connected and linked as well. There, there's so many different ways you can get through to us and you could join MOD as well. So certainly do so. Fantastic. Thank you ever so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Purple Elephant, being a black plus size model in today's fashion industry. With me, your host, Sassy Wyatt, and our lovely guest, Nadia Gua. Wow, there are so many nuggets of information here, and it's quite obvious that the fashion industry and modeling agency and industry as a whole really does need to change to showcase and represent the real people of this world. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that it helped you to become a better human being.